Well, good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 5th of March. For the day, we actually closed better than I thought we were going to close, but we closed down 50 points to 6,711. Slight uptick at the close, helping saving some of the blushes. For the day, we had a high of 6,752 and a low of 6,660. Volume pretty good, over 7.2 billion today. For the week, the ASX 200 rose 38 points. The big bank basket pushed ahead today, back up to $166.55. All tech index, though, falling around 1.6%. Dow futures currently down 90 points as we go to air. Gold in Australian dollar terms drifted below 2200 to 2195 and that 10-year bond yield once again pushing higher 1.82% with the Aussie dollar at 77.09. Bitcoin below 47,000 only by 5 bucks and Japan down half a percent and China down around half a percent. In terms of big stocks and movements today, we saw the energy sector doing very well today. That was one of the standouts of the day, as you would expect following that OPEC Plus meeting. We saw Woodside up 3.1% and Santos up 4.7%. Unfortunately, it did not rub off on the rest of the resource stocks, which came under pressure due to commodity price falls. We saw BHP continuing to fall down 2.2%, Rio down 3.2%, and Fortescue doing better than those at uh, down 0.67%. But iron ore was up. BHP and Rio suffering because of the copper price and other commodity prices coming down. Gold miners too under pressure. Newcrest down 0.85 and Northern Star down 0.21 of a percent. Banks though, once again, the bright spot in the market, that big bank basket pushing up to $166.55. It bottomed at around 106 bucks during covid pandemonium. So it's been a huge ride for the banking sector and continues to benefit from those higher interest rates. ANZ, the standout there, up 1.6%. Industrials, though, pretty much across the board weakness. We had West Farmers down 0.8%, Transurban down 1.6%, uh, Reese Limited, the plumbing supplies guys, down 4.4% as well. And in the tech stocks, we saw again pressure on the buy now, pay later sector with Afterpay down 2.5%. Although I have to say it was off its lows. We did see Zipco though down 5.25% and that Alltech index dropped 1.6%. The Alltech index is really just Afterpay and zero to be honest, zero down 2.4%. In corporate news today, Costa Group dropped 1.1% after announcing it would acquire the farming operations of KW Orchard and Magellan down 0.4% reporting their funds under management at the end of February 100.61 versus month ago 100.41. In other big news today, China kicked off its very important investor day on Friday and I think there's more to come. Promising 6% plus on the GDP side of things. More investment in technology, 7% of GDP going into technology, or a 7% rise, I should say, in a technology research spend, and a greater focus on 5G as well. Um, in other stocks, 
that were looking interesting today. We had uh, Piedmont down 15.5% today. Change in substantial shareholding there, but certainly no good news for Piedmont, which has had a, a pretty volatile ride back down to 78.5 cents. And talking of volatile rides, Bellevue Gold down 8.3%. Did have a conference presentation today, didn't seem to help it, down 6 cents to 66 cents there. Linus also in the doghouse today down 6.35%. The government suggesting that they could support the strategic metals business is having a little bit of an impact on Linus. There are some fears that Linus will see increased competition. Uh, has had a big run recently, so uh, people happy to take some profits in front of the weekend. Ioneer down 13.6% today, having come back from a capital raising. And Grange Resources Clearly, iron ore is paying off for them and sticking to that rather than property development in Melbourne. Uh, stock up nearly 6% today. Santos, 4.7% to the good. And Magnus Battery Technology Stock, MNS, the code, 17.3% to the good. Battery experts being hired there, the reasoning for that rise. Also saw a good rise today for Cadence, which is an LIC. I talked about that some time ago as part of the hot tub time machine. Carl Siegling seems to have pulled off a bit of a coup, uh, up 12.5% today on the back of one of their unlisted assets they invested in, going to IPO and looking at a very bullish valuation there, feeding through into the NTA for Cadence. We also saw today Vital Metals up 4.5%, buyers back in town. Crown Casino, or Crown Resorts, as it's probably better named these days, up 0.1%. WA has now joined in with a Royal Commission into Crown Resorts together with Victoria. And we saw CSL falling another 2.8% today, despite news on the front page of the paper that vaccine production is kicking off and realestate.com.au down 1.8% despite the uh, the booming property price uh, outbreak that we're seeing at the moment. In corporate news today in a little more detail, a next DC thought to be interested in buying Global Switches Australian data centres. Reports today in the media that the stake 49% in that Global Switch business is being put up for sale with a price tag around $1 billion. Also speculation today that Maya may be the subject of private equity interest. Oak Tree Apollo, the usual suspects there, being uh, touted as potential acquirers. Also, Solly Lou named as a potential candidate to buy it. Solly's already got a nice big holding at the wrong price. Costa Holdings today down 1.1%. It's going to be buying the farming operations of KW Orchards. Has not disclosed the terms there. And uh, that is forecast to be marginally earnings accretive in 2021. Uh, with year-on-year -year yield growth providing forecast growth in earnings contribution in subsequent years. In other news today, Magellan Financial is slightly easier. February funds under management 100.61 billion versus a month ago of 100.41 billion. Uh, net inflows of 691 million dollars there. And finally, in economic news, Australian house prices are expected to advance 10% higher according to Goldman Sachs this year. 5% in 2022 and 3% in 2023, according to Goldman's, with Sydney now the third least affordable housing market in the world, Melbourne the sixth 
least affordable. In other news from Asia, just to wrap up, China has set its economic growth target above 6%. They're aiming to add 11 million new urban jobs with a budget deficit of GDP set at 3.2% of GDP from 3.6% last year. And it also aims to get 56% of the country on 5G and pledged to advance its own chip manufacturing technologies. And that's it for me today from a pretty uh, volatile week where we've ended up only around 38 points up on last Friday's close. Look out for all the great uh, stuff from Marcus in the weekend edition and the On the Couch podcast talking to Julia Lee this week. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great weekend.